Welcome to the Few Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Richie, Darren, and Mark. Hey, you know that check I was talking about getting you? I'll get it like sometime in 2019. <laughs> We're trying to help you grow those oranges, man. <laughs> and then they get angry or excited. Doesn't really matter which one, right? And and then they move on to a picture of their friend from high school just had another baby, right? Hey, hey uh, welcome back, everybody, to the Few Podcast. My name is Darren. I'm here with Mark and Richie, and uh, I guess kind of the biggest story of this uh, week would have to be the impeachment of uh, Trump. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Well, I, I like the um, Babylon Bee's uh, article about if uh, Trump gets impeached one more time, his card gets punched, and he gets a free sub. <laughs> Only three impeachments, huh? Yeah, that's all it takes. <laughs> you think they'd give him like a free term or something? Yeah. Well, well, it is. Um, it's interesting that we've had two impeachments, uh, or I'm sorry, three impeachments, right? Before before this whole uh, before Trump's. Uh, uh, terms or trump's term and and now we have two within the same presidency yeah it's almost like they're out to get him yeah or like that video that they showed of uh starting back in november of 2016 where they started talking about impeachment then yeah i i feel like i'm a little flat right now because my rage has kind of subsided from earlier today Oh really? Yeah, just just thinking about the whole thing. I mean, they everybody complains about the do nothing Congress, but then when they want to get impeachment done, which isn't going to do anything. I mean, it's literally going to do nothing because if they do get it passed and the Senate confirms it, it's going to be after he leaves office. So it's basically whose dick is bigger. Yeah, and. And I swear, I mean, Ileana Omar's has got to be the biggest. Oh, jeez. Well, right behind uh, Mike Obama. <laughs> oh, bam. Oh, gosh. <laughs> You're you know you laugh <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to start out this whole podcast by talking about something other than politics because I like my job. <laughs> What's that something? Oh, just anything. Like, um, you know, we could talk about My Little Pony figurines or... Uh, Are you a brony now? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I-, I was thinking today, earlier today, what would be probably the funniest thing would be like if if Tom Brady or Drew Brees got COVID <laughs> right before the big game. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That would make my day. You know the NFL would be like, well, but they're vaccinated now, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they'd let them play through it, yeah. which would be dumb. Even though they they basically sent Denver out there with no quarterback, even though none of the quarterbacks got COVID, they were just in the same room together without a mask. Yeah, but which they've is been just doing, stupid. Yeah, but they've been doing that since 2015. Yeah, well, I guess yeah, since Manning <laughs> left. Yeah. Um. Especially when they sent when they sent out Case Keenum. Oh, oh wow! 
<laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Don't act like he won't have a special place in your heart forever. Yeah. Special place, special place. Um, it, yeah, it is interesting, though, about the impeachment, that this is the fastest, obviously, that it's ever went through. Seven hours to impeach a president. Um, you know, so no due process, no gathering of evidence. And, and I know that they can say that, well, we just listened to his speech, but you, you're, you really are um, something that's supposed to be of the most serious charges, high crimes or treason, um, you know, uh, to impeach somebody. And, and we're going to impeach him because uh, uh, the, they believe that he incited the riots. Um, meanwhile, you can watch a you can watch a YouTube clip of all the riots that the Congress has incited over the year, um, and and talking about um, you know between Maxine Waters saying you get a crowd and you surround people and you push back and you make them not wanted and you and you surround that person, um, you know, or um, Nancy Pelosi saying that. You know the rioters are doing the right thing, you know, and and I, I mean it. I mean it was it was probably a ten fifteen minute clip of them talking about um, well they called them protesters, but rioters burning down cities, and that's okay, um, you know. Well, but it's, you, know, you know, go go ahead. No, you. Well, the argument the argument is always well those are just person those are private businesses, so they're not as important. As- as the Capitol building and those were um, protests because George Floyd got killed and, and no buildings worth what he was worth. Yeah. You know, that It's the same argument all the time. And I mean, people are just going to swing it no matter how, I mean, they're going to flip it in their favor. No matter what happens. Yeah. Well, I just like I liken it. I just like it liken it to the Charlie Murphy episode of of uh of uh Chappelle show or the the Rick James episode with Charlie Murphy, where uh, where Rick James got the unity ring, oh. and they're calling for unity, and all they really do is they punch us in the forehead so we can see it backwards in the yeah. mirror. So so. <laughs> Let's 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 all have unity. Oh, but by the way, our first act as as the unified, uh, you know, front is going to be to take the person that you you know love and and adore, or I wouldn't say adore, but respect, I guess. And we're just going to take and we're just going to flog him as much as possible in the public eye. And you guys can just uh, you guys can just sit there and take it, and and you guys better get behind us because you know unity and all. Because if you don't. Uh, then we're going to make a list and you're not going to be able to work anywhere. We're going to make it so that you can't have a job uh, if, if you if you once supported Trump. Yeah, and then the... Even if you condemned him after the the riots, even if you agree that, okay, that took it a step too far, that's too bad. You didn't get with us sooner. So that's well, what he I... didn't He didn't do anything. Like, he didn't say anything. He said they were going to march on the Capitol and we're going to have a peaceful demonstration at the Capitol is basically Mm -hmm. what he said, but they cut it off on the, we're going to march on the Capitol, which isn't even anything that bad because they, uh, 
I mean, there's a March on Washington every other week. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it isn't anything that's there been there before. And and just to be clear, so anyone who's listening, we don't condone the rioters. We don't condone what breaking in and and hurting police officers and killing police officers. Um, you know, I don't. Did anyone see? I I, I cut myself off from facebook this week um but uh, uh the number of deaths went up i i thought i saw something about like now 13 deaths have been connected to the riots in the capital the, there's just they're so dumb about that i mean the two capital police officers that died from what i understand i could be completely wrong on this but the one died of a stroke and the family doesn't believe that it's related at all to anything that happened at the Capitol. And the other one died of a suicide. Now, how are you going to say that these people died in the riots? I understand that it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, the suicide just to play uh, devil's advocate here, you could say that they suffered PTSD and, and already had mental illness issues. You know, depression and and um, so you're saying I, so you're saying they probably weren't cut out to be cops. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that you know, uh, police officers and and people in the military do suffer from PTSD. So I, I'm not, I'm not saying that you can charge somebody with their death, but that could be indirectly a result of the riots. I don't I don't take that argument at all because if you're a police officer you're going to be put up with these stressful situations mm-hmm. and if you get in a stressful situation and you're out is to kill yourself that's probably not the job you should have been in there probably should have been some sort of a screening to prevent you from being in that job yeah well and what I'm saying is too though I mean it just goes to show you how difficult police officers jobs can be and and how stressful it can be. So I mean, um, maybe we should respect the police and not shoot at them, or say fry them up like bacon. Yeah, and, and well, then the. Go ahead. I mean, for, for the first time in nine months, liberals actually like police, or they care about them, worried about their safety. Yeah. Yeah. When it works, so it works in their favor. <laughs> you're absolutely right and <clears throat> excuse me um you're absolutely right they all of a sudden like police uh, the police were on the front line they were all scared for their lives don't you think that this would start to change their views of like this was harrowing this is kind of what it would feel like if it w- there was a home invasion right you know My- somebody breaking down your door trying to come in and hurt you um, you should defend yourself. So all of them should stand back on the on on defeating castle doctrine in states. Uh, you know, because hey, this is terrifying. Who knows what they're coming in for? I- well, my favorite is is that you know they're okay with them with with uh, BLM burning down other people's places of business, and then you know the people inside being frightened. But once once the rioters come to their places of business, oh my God, it's it's nine eleven times four. It's, you know, the end of the world. It's it's the worst thing they've ever seen. It's wall-to-wall news coverage, like, for the last week. I mean, they broke they broke a couple windows. They smashed a cabinet. 
and they stole Nancy Pelosi's lectern. Let's not freak out about this here. Yeah. I mean, the, and then and then on top of that, the one person the the best the best analogy to all this is you got a girl who was standing behind a door who gets shot unarmed and probably you know who's unarmed and gets shot. What does that remind you of? Well, what I but what I will tell you is is that it wasn't just her standing behind a door. She was jumping up through the window. Remember. She well, did so. She's so, still not armed. I I get that, but I mean, I'm just saying that uh, they did say this is the line: "Don't come any closer, or we'll shoot." And there was a there was line. a SWAT team behind her. Yeah. What are they doing? Letting her even get that close? They could have arrested her plenty of time before that. There was literally a SWAT. If you watch that video, there's a SWAT team that comes basically within like five feet of her, and then turns around and says, oh, there's nothing to see here. And then like 10 seconds later, she gets shot by a, by a armed whatever on the other side of the door. And you know, it's, it's okay to shoot her and nobody complains about that. But when you shoot a woman behind a door who basically hops from drug dealer bed to drug dealer bed, that's Mm -hmm. not okay. Well, I'm being she I'm was, being consistent here because both are legal, um, and both uh, both of them uh, because it doesn't matter what their what their skin color is. Yeah, but I they're see, not they're I, not I do burning down Washington D.C. because of it because of it. I I do see what you're saying. the re, the The reaction is different, and I get that point. But is there going to be an investigation into this Capitol police officer in the shooting? Are they going to be, you know, hung out to dry, fired from their job, and? And thrown to the wolves, you know, and maybe indicted. I mean, is is, is there anything like that going to happen? Hell no. I think they are. I think they are. All right, keep going. Sorry, the big tech need... trying to shut us down. No, my computer went to sleep. <laughs> We're too scary with our four listens. <laughs> yeah. This will not stand. We are going to hunt these guys down. <laughs> I mean, the double standards are just. They're just ridiculous. It's it's just starting to get maddening. Just you know, it's it's gotten to the point where it's not going to be okay to be white anymore. It's just that's what they're going to. The only way to heal this nation is for um, white pe- there to be white slaves. That's it. That's the only way. I mean, that's that's the only thing that's going to make it good enough. Well, and I, saw, and I mean, oh, sorry. I saw you Walmart saw- has has a book called White Fragility. Yeah. Why it's yeah. so hard? Why it, why it's so hard for white people to talk about race? And about how it's original sin. White. If you're white, you are racist. Yeah, it's, you're born racist. That's what it says. You're born yeah. racist. So so basically, yeah. a white baby is racist, but a black baby isn't racist, even though none of them know anything. Yeah. Like it, it's how stupid is that? Itself. Well, yeah. I what I don't understand is why were why are white people only racist towards black people? Like a, Asians are are um, statistically the most successful ethnic ethnicity in America. So why aren't we racist towards them to you know knock them down below us? It's a good question, it's Richie. Just, yeah. And <laughs> there's plenty of successful Mexicans, even though. 
they look at Mexicans as white, but white people don't look at Mexicans like like white, well, and, and Mexicans well, don't look at each other like they're white. They look <laughs> like they're Mexican, you know. Or yeah, or or yeah, but and and that is that is. You know, if they do something bad, they're they're classified as white in the media. Like George Zimmerman was a white man. Uh, yeah, you know, he he has Latin heritage. Um, and and the shooter in Texas uh, wasn't he Latin as well? Which one are you talking about? The one at the Walmart. Uh, the one that turned out to be a um, uh, like a an environmental terrorist. Because I don't. I don't remember that. Oh, I guess I don't remember that. But <clears throat> I thought you were talking yeah. about the one that shot all those cops that one day in like 2016. He was no. black. No, yeah, that was that was the first time we heard of really kind of Black Lives Matter, isn't it? No, it had, it had been going on that entire summer. That's kind of what enraged that guy, and then he started shooting cops. Yeah, it was an ambush, and that was in yeah. Dallas. I, yeah, he he just got into like a like a sniper position and just start shooting at cops. Wow. Yeah. And then they, and then they marched and, and that's where the, that's where the, uh, fry them up like bacon chant came from. Right. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was like after, after that they marched and, um, and they, and they had the, uh, pigs in a blanket fry them like bacon. And then, and then we want dead cops. What wasn't that? What the F twelve comes from? Or I don't have any idea what that is. It there's like how many how many cops died in that? Was that nine cops in Dallas? I thought it was five. Five. Oh yeah, they were talking about that F twelve today. Um, I saw that somewhere, and it was it was said. Oh yeah, the the um the they're chanting f four twelve f four twelve and c n n or c span was like yeah they're they're upset about the twelve people that got arrested or something like that oh wow and, and it wasn't even related to that it was related to whatever f twelve stands for i think it has something to do with their i think that might maybe... be a police code or something no, it's not a police code because it means fuck the 12. Fuck the 12 is what it means, but it's shortened to F12 whenever it's tagged on something, kind of like the all cops are bastards. And and I, and I don't quote me on this, but I think it has something to do that there was like 12 cops that were murdered within a short time frame. And they, and, and like, you know, there was all this, um, you know, coverage of these cops lost their lives in the line of duty and that we should respect them. And okay. that was the response. Oh, you yeah, look at the switch. I, I Googled it here and it says fuck 12 basically means fuck the police, but more specifically, it means fuck the dr- police drug unit. I guess the drug unit is 12. Oh, um, wow. Count it. Anyway. Uh... At, yeah, Adam 12. It came from I think it originated from that. Adam Twelve. Yeah. Yeah, because Adam Twelve was that TV show or something. Yeah. But that's what. Hmm. Interesting. 
I I don't know. So is that so is that what they're talking about is like the CIA? Is that the like the the Gary what was that guy's name again? I don't know what you're Gary oh. something. What? Hold on, looking it up right now. This is awesome. Podcast. Well, you look, you, looks up, up, podcast. Yeah, Gary Webb. Okay, I don't know who that is. So in 1996, Gary exposed how the CIA oh, yeah. traffickers to sell from the amount uh from massive amounts of cocaine in the United States in order to uh raise untraceable funds to finance terrorist organizations who were trying to overthrow the Nicaraguan government. The massive shipments of cocaine ultimately sparked the crack epidemic crack epidemic uh that decimated inner cities in the nineteen nineties. As a result, mainstream media vilified Gary Webb and destroyed his career, which also destroyed his marriage, but he refused to back down. In 2004, he was found dead with two bullet holes in the back of his head. Uh, his death was ruled a suicide. <laughs> this man literally lost uh, everything to give us a glimpse of the truth. Don't let the memory of him uh, or what he stood for fade. Well, I was like, I was, you know, that, that two bullet holes in the back of the head. But I was I was listening to a I can't remember a conspiracy theory, but it was it was pretty compelling. The uh, if you think about all of the people that have killed themselves, like the Hollywood people who mm-hmm. have killed themselves by hanging themselves on a doorknob, you know, with yeah. like a tie. Mm-hmm. Like you got you got uh, the the NXS guy, you got uh, the guy Carradine. David Carradine, Robin Williams. Um, I mean, there's just a bunch, but like before that, had you ever heard of anybody ever killing themselves by hanging themselves on a doorknob? No. Yeah. Not a single person. Like, like, would that even enter your mind? Like who would ever think of that? So, I I mean, I guess it could be autoerotic or something, but doesn't that kind of make you think that maybe these people knew something about a, you know, a child sex trafficking ring and they were going to come out with it? Oh, the Lincoln lead singer at Lincoln Park. Oh yeah, yep. I guess he was. I oh, there, there's also a conspiracy theory that they think that he's uh, uh, what's his face from Hillary's campaign, John Podesta's son. John Podesta's like, John John Podesta's son. Just if you look at uh, Chester Bennington, looks a lot like John Podesta. Oh, so they think that he was he was abused by John Podesta when he was a kid or something. Hmm. Or he was he was a product of that system, but I mean that's just a conspiracy theory. But it makes sense. I mean, but it's just a correlation. You know, it's one of those things that correlates. So it makes for good talking points, but probably has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, like just because all those instances surround themselves, like Kurt Cobain, then knew something, or yeah, of course he took a shotgun to himself. Hmm. Well, the rumor there is Courtney Love took that, but yeah, yeah, conspiracy hour. <laughs> yeah. So how's parlor been for you, Mark? Um, you know, I haven't been able to connect lately, and I don't know why. At home, 
I was off for a couple of days, and then now every time I I hit my app, it just says that uh, cannot connect to the network. I don't know. They just, must have been having server issues or something. It's just a big, uh, just a big picture of Jeff Bezos screwing a pee. <laughs> you know, so think of how scary that is, though. You got a company that's that is valued at over five hundred million dollars and growing like exponentially every single day was growing. Mm-hmm. Um, they get a little mad at Parler, and they say, "Oh, we're going to shut you down." But you can't shut us down. Well, sure enough, they can. They 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 own everything and not only uh did they um not only did they shut them down uh off off the servers every other vendor that they had mysteriously all disappeared on the same day too their lawyers and their legal representation all disappeared on the same day you know that anti that that whole thing about price fixing and stuff you know where people People, you know, the the four major corporations in this in this uh, in this uh, uh, industry get together in, in you know in a cloudy room and then they make a deal to to fix a price for something that's supposedly super illegal. Well, it's not illegal if you're going to just go ahead and terminate services for one person or one company. Mm-hmm. Seems like that should have been a big, big, major red flag. It should be an antitrust, yeah, investigation yeah. in the minimum. A monopoly when well, you have that much power. Well, the, just Google and Apple axing an app off of their store. I mean, you basically, you're, you're basically going to kill that app. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're you're creating a piece of software, and Google and Apple say that you can't have this software anymore that's the end of the the software yeah if it's for a phone i mean who else is how else are you going to be able to consume it on a computer i mean i guess you can but i mean the whole point of it was to be an app on your phone that's the whole draw and then you're basically you're screwing that company i got rid of the app for facebook and i you know i i kept my facebook account open because like my um you know uh, whatever I don't post on there or anything like that, but uh, um, I tried to get on it uh, to look at something, uh, and I was like, I don't remember how to get on there. I don't know how to get on there. <laughs> you know, like even if I Google Facebook, I don't remember any of my accounts. That that was the nice thing about that app is is uh, you just click the button and it and it opened everything up for you. Um, but you know, I mean, it's like it's. It's like streaming services and DVD. You called that one, Darren. You know, I have a I have a ton of DVDs of of shows that I absolutely love. Um, but it's so much easier to stream something and just be like, oh, but this is on there, so I'll just do that. You know? Yeah. Exactly. And and then all that old stuff is pretty much free anyway. I mean, well, I mean, well you pay for it, but mm-hmm. it's pretty much out there. I mean, you can just get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it and if it's obscure and it's and nobody really watches it anymore, generally it's on YouTube. You know, like the like the the company that owns the rights just kind of puts it out there for free on YouTube with advertisements. Yeah. So. Or or somebody who watches it likes to put it out on YouTube, and it's probably not supposed to be there, but nobody notices because nobody watches it. <laughs> <laughs> Says the random five people that want to watch it. 
Speaking of, Ed's still not available anywhere. <laughs> you guys That's... were obsessed with that show back in the day. It's a good show. It was. It was a good I, show. I never I never ended up getting to see any of it. I got it. I, yeah, I, I think I got some recordings of it somewhere, but I think you can find them on YouTube if you look. I thought, yeah, I thought you, I thought you got like a. Hey, let's not talk about that. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, I may have found some copies at a garage sale somewhere on some VHSs that were recorded. Let's just leave yeah. it at that. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um. I assure but, you, I didn't do anything illegal. Somebody else may have, but I didn't. <laughs> you have no idea where those came from. Matter of fact, I think they might have. I might have lost them when my boat capsized. <laughs> and all my guns were on that boat too. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I'm not your buddy, guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your guy, buddy. <laughs> uh, oh man. It was a really good show, though. I don't know, I don't know why they buried it. I heard it was something to do with the music. Like they used a lot of like pop music, and it was too expensive to get the rights to it. But you would have thought that they would have put it on TV or something. But I mean, like Scrubs and stuff, they had that that had popular music on it too and stuff like that. Yeah, they have some things, but I mean, like really, when you think about it, it's it's a lot of artists that you that are not household names. Um, didn't I mean, it's like, um, do you remember Dawson's Creek? Yeah, I watched a lot of that. Weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. I know that you're a Pacey fan. Um, <laughs> I wish I knew what that was. <laughs> but um, like they, everyone knows what that what that show started off with. Even if you didn't watch the the show, you remember what it started off with, right? The theme song. No idea. Rich. What show was that? Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It was that Sarah McLaughlin. I don't want to wait for my life to be over. Oh, you know, yeah. Uh, I don't quite know what that was. Can you keep going? <laughs> no, for copyright infringement. Do you want to pay her sixty thousand dollars for us for me singing a few bars? Well, what's funny is is on Ed they the first themes like they changed theme songs halfway through i think because of the music rights on that and the song was a foo fighters b-side that nobody had ever heard of mm-hmm. but 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 i mean so dawson's creek if you if you watch like the it's on netflix now and if and if you watch it it's like some completely random uh, song you've never heard of because they don't want to pay Sarah McLaughlin sixty thousand dollars every time it plays. Is it boats and hoes? <laughs> boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. It's actually uh, uh, Lonely Islands. I just jizzed in my pants. <laughs> it's really kind of <laughs> trippy with James Anderbeek just standing there with a crying face. I just jizzed. <laughs> classic that's a really good everything they do is hilarious if you ever if you ever want to find like some good stuff out there i think hbo has it now anything um that lonely island did the they they um did like seven days in hell where it was like this tennis match that took seven days 
to win and it's basically like this guy um doing whatever he can to uh distract the other guy because he was a once t- great tennis pro um or the or, or the tour de france and it's called tour de pharma <laughs> it's got like, <laughs> it's it's got like uh john cena on there um or who is the guy that dies like right in the beginning because his heart explodes from cocaine and he had like all these different drugs in his system and they were like basically uh uh he had a pump in his penis to inject with cocaine and so it looked like he was jerking off <laughs> as he was riding the bike <laughs> and then his all heart right. explodes so all right we've gotten a little off topic but, oh, uh, did you guys see that uh, that Twitter uh, Twitter was all up in arms that they got banned from uh, Uganda during the election? <laughs> oh yeah, and then they said that like this is a this is freedom of speech. Anytime you you ban people from being able to connect with each other, this is this is horrible censorship. Well, here's what they said ahead of the Ugandan election we're hearing reports of internet service providers are being ordered to block social media and messaging apps we strongly condemn the internet shutdowns they are hugely harmful violate basic human rights and principles of the open internet hashtag open internet wow so yeah was doing the same thing so basically right before you know, when when the Russian hackers were going to go in there and they were going to start posting stuff to stir up trouble, they banned the social media platforms, which kind of would stop that. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're all up in arms that they that they shut it down. That's hilarious. Did you hear that the Idaho? Uh, there's an internet provider in northern Idaho that that yeah. uh, so many people had asked that um, certain apps be blo- uh, blocked from their internet. So that Facebook and Twitter don't work in those counties. Well, that's what I was kind of thinking. That like, that's kind of although people are going to want that, want those services. So I don't know how long it's going to stick around. But I, I was like, well, you know, if you're if you can just go ahead and unilaterally decide that people shouldn't get to see stuff, well, maybe other people are going to unilaterally decide that they that people shouldn't get to see your stuff. Mm-hmm. Which was funny. I think think they should start doing that. You know, like like start charging for Facebook and and uh, Twitter and Netflix and stuff like that. ISP should start because they're the ones who use all the traffic. Yeah, especially so, YouTube. So then, so then, start charging them and saying like, okay, well, while you're censoring people, well, now in order for to get viewers in our area, which we just happen to be the, um, you know area that covers new york city um you got to pay us five million dollars a month or whatever yeah exactly i mean it's it it is ridiculous the the whole idea that you can have i mean this would be like coke going to 7-eleven and saying you know what um no, that's a bad analogy. It's like Coke going to, I guess, all of America and just <laughs> and just saying you can't drink Pepsi anymore. Any bar or restaurant, um, 7-Eleven, gas station, grocery store that carries Coca-Cola, 
Um, we want them all gone now, and and they all agree because Coke's bigger than Pepsi, and just bans them from uh, bans them from uh, uh, selling their product anywhere. I mean, how how well would that go over with people? Yeah, I know. It's just it's just insane that all this is happening, especially because you know it, <clears throat> it's like you're you're claiming unity, but then you're basically saying that half the country or 75 million people are not worthies or the, you know, they're, they're just not worthy of even having a voice. And then you're just going to go ahead and say that, Oh, um, that's, we're just going to ban these people so that, uh, the, the entire thing calms down when it's going to have the exact opposite effect. You're just going to marginalize people and then just expect them to take it. No, yeah, it's it's the direct opposite of what they should be doing right now. Um, you know, when you have Biden come out right after the the Capitol riots and saying, "I'll tell you one thing, this would be a lot different if it was Black Lives Matter." They would have shot them. You know, I don't think he said those last part, but that was the uh, that was the inference of what he was saying, right? And uh, he he just it's it's like. You got a fire right in front of you. Oh, what do you do with that? Let's throw let's throw a, a gallon of gasoline on it too, you know, just to just to really get it going. Um and and people don't seem to have a problem with us. They you know, they're they just go, Oh, you know what? He's right. No, he's not right. Police went out of their way not to harm people during the riots this this summer and, and fall. Um, you know, it it's it it's been a consistent story with that. Um, and then when they did start arresting people, then it was seen as a heresy of uh, you're, you're, you're stepping on their first amendment rights, but now, you know, people break the law in the state Capitol and there's uh, 200 cases uh, that they're going to, that they're going to arrest people for right now. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. They said they're going to just keep finding people that uh, anything that they can do to find all the people involved. I, I guess I don't know if it, if it's just not being covered, but I don't hear them arresting people from the from the riots in um, Seattle, Portland, Minneapolis, Chicago. Um, you have people who are coming out and straight out saying that they stole TVs and and things like that uh, live on live on television. You don't see them getting arrested, or if they do get arrested, they're immediately let out and and no charges are filed. I'm just wondering what they're going to do with that 93-year-old woman that was standing there and got her picture taken. I wonder if they're going to put her... Did you see that picture? Yeah. Looks like the cops were really preventing them from getting in there. If she got in there, she could barely walk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what I don't understand is I I kind of want somebody to do a complete breakdown because I see those horrific videos that, that people show of like just a wave of people crashing into the police officers and and like pushing them back and then that police officer getting stuck in the crowd and 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 starting to scream for help because he's getting crushed um and i think this is horrible because then you also see like this hand coming at this at this cop trying to rip rip his his mask off of his face you know his gas mask off of his face and i'm like god this is crazy this is bedlam this is this looks like something out of the walking dead you know of 
of just her, her horrific scene. And then, and then you see that picture of Mima uh, walking around the Capitol like she's taking a tour. Yeah, and and they, uh, I love how they the media is just taking this and they're freaking out about it. But do you remember all of the freakouts when they stormed the uh, when Black Lives Matter stormed the White House and got on the lawn and got up to the White House windows? Yeah, and they had to evacuate the president and his family and put him in a bunker. Yeah, do you remember remember all the outrage with that? Oh no, because there wasn't any outrage because that's insurrection too. Do you remember all the all the rage and all the all the outcry when the uh, when during the Kavanaugh hearings that the uh, that the protesters stormed the Hart office building and got in the face of the Republican senators that were voting for Kavanaugh? Remember all the outrage then? Oh wait, no, that was a that was a nice story. That was that was activists talking uh you know they they were protesting the good way just it, ridiculous it is a double standard and it is sad to, sad to see it because you can have one side that is that is saying hey this isn't all right because we are a we are a people of law and order and and we should never be rioting you should never break that line of your first amendment where it goes from a peaceful protest to um to you know breaking these windows and 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 breaking in the doors um i also don't believe too that there were republican representatives giving recon tours uh to these rioters that is a joke yeah that's that's not true and what what i think the fun probably one of the dumbest stories i've seen out of there is two members have gotten covid-19 since the riots yeah or I wouldn't even since the protest. I'm just gonna go ahead and call it a protest because they were mo- it was a mostly peaceful protest. Let's just call it that. And and so they're blaming it on the people that came in there. Okay, so you're gonna tell me that any of those people got anywhere near any of the house rep the the reps? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they didn't, and I'm pretty sure that maybe these people getting COVID nineteen wasn't from any any of those. Well, people. Rashid. To leave is saying that it's from Republican representatives that wouldn't put on their mask as they were as they were hiding. As I shouldn't say hiding; they were sheltering. In yeah, yeah, but that's what she that's what she's saying is is that she got it from Republican members of Congress that refused to wear masks while they were while they were ushered away. Wouldn't they have had it though? Wouldn't wouldn't it make news that they got it? I don't know. It's just, it's all so dumb. I mean, they're, they they don't understand anything about anything, and then they just go and throw crap out like it's just going to stick. And it does, because the media doesn't check any, anything that they say. No. no. But I think... Well, the big... I was going to say, you know, it, it's media, it's media trying to spread lies and fears or trying to misrepresent the truth. Just like the the news article that I saw today that said Trump said that he's not conceding and that uh, he refuses to give the um, White House staff his forwarding address because he's not going anywhere. And I was like, whoa, that's a big change. Like, wh- wh- how did this happen, you know? And, and I click on the link, and it's from November 3rd. Or November or whatever. Um, like, right after the election. Like, it like a week after the election. 
Yeah. <clears throat> well, I think, and then the and then the impeachment articles they basically say that Trump incited the 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 um the mostly peaceful protests, I guess. But like, but like that the math doesn't work out like his speech that he gave if you were to walk so it's like it's like a mile and a half from where the speech was to the capitol and the you know the action happened like five five or ten minutes before the end of the speech so before the even the line you know that they're that they're going with that was the one that incited the riot so the the riot in quotes happened before he got, he gave that line. So theoretically a normal person walking considering, you know, all the people that were there, you can't just run. I mean, it's just not possible. You can't move very fast and and you're carrying stuff and all that good stuff. You know, you got to carry your Trump flag and you know, all that stuff to be able to do you know, to be able to cover that distance, to watch the president speak and to cover that distance, you would have had to have left 10 minutes or five minutes before the speech even began to make it there. So it's... I had seen something about that too. I guess I didn't look into it any further, but... It's not even possible for... It it doesn't even make sense. I mean, it. the whole thing doesn't make any sense. Like, it's not... But but the, but of course, you know, that doesn't matter to the Democrats. They're just going to go ahead and, and push their agenda through, even though it hurts the nation to do this. It hurts the nation. It's going to piss off half of the country. Or actually, probably more than half. It's going to piss off more than half of the country because we all know that Biden didn't get 85 million votes or whatever they say he got. It's just not. You're going to tell me that he got 10 million or 15 million more than Barack Obama. You're just going to go ahead and flat out and tell me that. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't people don't people just don't think anymore. And that's the death of this country. They don't think. Look at this. Look at the evidence and just think. No, you, you you're not smart enough to think. We're just going to we're going to rule you from afar and we're going to think for you. Just go ahead and you just go to work every day and you just go ahead and you clean them toilets. You don't need to think. Just go ahead. It's just, it's just, it's so aggravating. So aggravating. Well, Darren, you're lucky because once they start those re-education camps, um, then we'll, then we'll all know what, what we should be thinking. Yeah. You heard about uh, the PBS executive, right? (laughs) Yeah, I saw that that Project Veritas. He you know, got him pro- on. Oh, you go. He got him on video saying that that the protesters should firebomb the White House. Mm-hmm. Molotov cocktails. Antifa and Black Lives Matter should throw Molotov cocktails at the White House, and we're gonna get all these people who voted for Trump. We're gonna find out who they are, and we're gonna put them in education camps, and we're gonna take away their kids. Uh, because they deserve to have their kids taken away. Yeah, yeah. That that's not scary at all. Well, that's right? that's a government job, you know. Yeah, it's a government test. Yeah. I just, and also the fact that I was going to say that uh, 
that people constantly say that Project Veritas doesn't bring any reporting. Nobody else is talking about this. Nobody else is that this guy got fired for saying this stuff. Not one news outlet is talking about it. Well, you, you got you got to know that. I mean, it, they're going to say, oh, it was just a joke. It was in private to a bunch of friends, yada, yada, yada. Can you imagine what would happen if a Republican said that in private to a bunch of friends? Or maybe even said, you know, that 47% of the American people don't pay taxes. Can you imagine what would happen with that? Yeah. Right. Or, or maybe... Or maybe, I don't know, let's just go ahead and throw it out there that if you're walking off of a bus and you said that, you know, women love me so much, they just let me grab them by the pussy. Can you imagine what would happen with that? Yeah. But, you know, the head of PBS, who happens to be a super lip, because, I mean, look at this station. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he says something that's basically, you know, the worst possible thing you can say. Let's kill the commander in chief that's that's what he said that's not what i'm saying that's what he said i just want to make that clear and he just gets a pass well and i also think i mean this is this is the game plan right now is scare conservatives scare conservatives into believing that if you speak out if you talk out you're going to lose your job, and we're going to make sure that you don't work anyplace else. I mean, Forbes straight out told any company that hires somebody from the Trump administration, we will we will uh, assume that whatever you say going forward is a lie, and we will make sure that we destroy your company. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, imagine that. Imagine if you were an aide. Uh, uh, for the Trump administration. Imagine if you were Kelly McAnally, or uh, you know, and and you get a you get an offer to be a VP for marketing for some company after this. Well, yeah, but you were also the the head of the um, you were the uh, secretary of uh, press secretary. Is, press secretary. Thank you. Uh, for Trump, and so therefore, anything you say now is a lie. Yeah, I don't. I mean, Forbes isn't really that. I don't know if Steve Forbes still runs it, but he's not like a liberal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, then, then Mitch the Turtle, the cocaine Mitch the Turtle. He, uh, he basically it came out in the New York Times that he kind of wants to see Trump be impeached so that he's dead in the party. Yeah. Do you, he doesn't. He doesn't like playing second fiddle. Imagine I, that. No, I just think that they. It's just 2016 all over again. They're trying to get him out. You know, they're doing everything they can to get him out. I would really like to see Trump just go to Florida and run against Marco Rubio for senator. First thing that he does, just runs for senate against Marco Rubio. And then, and then when he gets it, he's just like, eh, I really don't want it. Let's give it to somebody else. Just to just to put the thumb in Marco Rubio's eye because he's just such a douchebag. And then I don't know. I it's gotten to the point where I don't think I can I could ever vote Republican again. I think it's over for the party. Like if they think if they think that it's that it's that it was Trump that killed the party, no, they killed the party by killing Trump is what ended up happening. Yeah, but 
So what are your what's going to be your other option? You going to vote Democrat from or not vote at all? Or so which is a vote for Democrat? Well, I'll probably I'll probably vote in the primary against whoever's in office because uh, all three of our reps are just none of them stood up for Trump. You got Thune who basically bashed him, so he's done. I mean, I'll I'll vote Democrat in that race if I have to to get him out. Yeah. And Dusty Johnson, he's that he just I don't like that guy just on his face. He's just kind of a I don't know. I just don't like him. And then um, Rounds, which I don't know what happened with him. He didn't really say much, but he's probably trying to play both sides of the fence. He needs to either get on the wagon or, or stay off. He needs to do something. You know, otherwise, what's the point? You know, take a position. Don't just sit there. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of people like me out there and it's going to be a 2000, you know, two years, either they do something to allow Trump back into the party. If they allow him to get impeached and they remove the ability for him to run for office again, it's over. I mean, the party's done. It's done. There's going to be another party and the Republican party is going to die. I can't, I can't see myself ever voting Republican again. I will, I will hate vote. Democrat, just to see them not win. I don't, I don't, and that's where we differ. I'm, I'm scared of what the Democrats are doing to this country. Um, I what don't difference like- is it going to make? They're going to win. They're going to win every race that they need to win anyway. Yeah. So why not just give give it all to them just to sh- until the Republicans get a spine? It's yeah, gonna be I mean, well, I mean Cruz, Cruz has got to be the the leader of it. Yeah, but they're trying to bury him now too. They're they're calling for him to resign. Oh yeah, and then I saw Dan Crenshaw came out and was saying, oh, you know, basically that he was on Trump's side after the fact. Well, it's a little late now, you know. To I mean, he was just trying to make himself look good for. Uh, you know, for Republicans, voters, yeah, for the voter Republican people that yeah. vote for him. Oh yeah, I, I believe Trump. You know, well yeah, now you do that it's over. Yeah, and they, a month ago. And then all the all the guys that Trump helped get elected are all the first ones to come and stab him in the back. Like yeah. Mitch McConnell supposedly had a close race, so Trump came in there and helped out Mitch McConnell, and Mitch took you know his endorsement. You got Ben Sass, who basically Trump is the one who got him elected, and he's just been the biggest critic since he got elected. I it's I don't know. It's it's just getting maddening at, the, at this point. And then Mitt Mitt Romney won his Mitt Romney won his primary because of Trump. And then immediately turned around and voted to impeach him. Yeah, he just I don't know. It's got to be Trey Gowdy. I mean, that's that's my guy. And <laughs> I mean, if you take his intelligent, you can add every Democrat together. Just put them all together, and and they they'll never get anywhere close to how how smart Trey Gowdy. Is. I mean, the guy is the Elon Musk of of you know <laughs> common sense. I guess you could say. <laughs> and. You know? And he's the perfect, and he's the perfect person to be a politician because he doesn't want power. 
You know, yeah. he's he he's like, I don't want to be a politician anymore. I'd rather go back. Somebody needs to convince him. We need you to to yeah. get in there. You know, yeah. I just you know I just I'll just never forget that um, interview where you know they were. I don't remember what they were talking about. It was with, about COVID. You know, and he said, you know, it's it's been proven if you're in in better shape, then you know you're less likely to die from it. So why aren't we mandating that you know people do burpees and and sit ups and push ups? <laughs> you know, if, if the government can mandate us to close down our businesses and you know, sit in our house for two two weeks, you know, to flatten the curve, then why why can't they mandate us to to work out? You know, I, I mean, he was playing devil's advocate, just basically insulting the government for trying to control us. You know, but he, but he, he's making a point that, you know, it, obviously, you know, being a healthy person makes things better for you, and the government would rather just, you know, shove us at our house and shut down everyone's businesses. So, well, and 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 now you have people who are coming out and saying we can't do this anymore. You got you got Governor Cuomo going. We need to open up now, otherwise we will not be able to open up to anything left. That's funny. It's almost like if somebody would have just said that back in May, um, you know, or or even even April. I think I think people started to say we can't be shut down forever. We need to start opening it back up, otherwise we're gonna kill businesses. Oh, you are a murderer. You hate people. Oh, how could you be so uh uh not uh you know incompat uh how can you be so cruel? How could you be so mean inconsiderate? Inconsiderate but uh non compassionate or that's not the right word. What's the opposite of compassionate? Cruel, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, how could you how could you do all that stuff? You know, it's uh, how could you how could you suggest that? But now New York's uh, governor comes out and says that in in January of 2021, when when it's a week away from Biden's thing, and he's saying, "Oh no, we need to open up now. Got to do it." Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we had a we had a customer come in today, and you know we weren't wearing masks, and she freaked out. I wasn't up there, but she was yelling, and she was just paying a bill. Which you can mail in. <laughs> you simply put it in an envelope, put our address on it, and a stamp. Since we all like to mail things now, especially our votes. Um, yeah. And she could have done that, but no, she was freaking out. You know, we were all selfish people for walking around without our masks on. And wow. Hmm. It. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I think that Kumo, or what's his name? Kumo. 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 I can't even say it, but I mean, he's just trying to play both sides of the fence now. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on, you know, the business side, you know, the business owner sides now. You know, I want, I want to help you guys. You know, I care about you. I, you didn't care about us the last nine months, so why, why all of a sudden? Well, oh, did you ever, no. did you ever see the video oh. of him? Did you ever see the video of him lecturing the person that was questioning on whether he was going to send his kids to school on Monday? He's just like, he's like, he's like, so 
I, I don't know about all of this red zone, green zone, yellow zone, or any of that crap. Um, am, am I going to be able to send my kids in New York City to school on Monday? Now, if you would just listen to what I was saying when I talked about the zones, that if you're in this zone, then you'll be able to send your kids. We're going to close the schools, so you'll just have to refer back to the documentation or maybe you can't read. You know, he was just being so freaking condescending. You work for that person, Cuomo. You can just answer the damn question. Just answer the question. Are you going to close schools? And then it comes out like three hours later, he's closing schools in New York City. Well, that's and, – and what's funny about that too is he – it was his belief that he was opening them back up. And Bellasio was like – de Blasio – No, they were open at this point. They weren't closed. I, I know, but de Blasio was saying that they were closing them. And Cuomo was saying that no – they're they're open of course they're open there's you know low transmission rates between students um but de blasio got the memo before cuomo did before he went out there that it just goes to show you the disorganization of their of, of government work their government right there where the governor had no clue that the schools were were closing but the mayor of new york did but I don't think you understand, Mark. He wrote a book about how good of a job he did <laughs> with against the virus. He's already got a book out saying that he was the best. He the best. I mean, it's it's a book, so it's got to be true. Oh my god! Yeah, people like that just annoy the crap out of me. You you've done nothing with your life. You're the son of the previous governor. That's your qualification to be the governor. And you can see, now you see that New York City is going to be the nation's toilet. New York City is Detroit 2. <laughs> like, it's RoboCop 2. It's Bigger, literally Detroit. <laughs> yeah. It's literally going to be the next Detroit. And it's going to, population, people are just going to be fleeing. That's going to cause real estate to crumble. That's the only thing New York has is real estate. Do they make anything in New York City? No. They make Broadway. They make Wall Street. They don't they don't make anything. They don't manufacture anything. So what's coming out of New York? Nothing. Pizza. Oh, I mean, our pizza's the best. Everything that we do is the best. We're from New York. I I can promise you that um their pizza is not the best. <laughs> yeah. Well. When we were in the Keys, we had a a guy down there was from Brooklyn, had a Brooklyn pizza place. I mean, it was okay. It was good pizza. It was pizza. It's good, but it's not oh. uh, the Chicago pizza. Wasn't soda style? <clears throat> What's that? It wasn't soda style? Soda style? Yeah. What's soda style? Minnesota style? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I got that, but like... Yeah, yeah. No, deep dish is much much better than any cheese pizza. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then then they talk about you know you got to think about this though. If you're making a pizza, probably what makes it the best the ingredients, right? Well, mm-hmm. where are you gonna where are you gonna get the freshest cheese? New York City? No. Probably Wisconsin. Yeah. 
You know, where are you going to get the pre- freshest tomatoes for your pasta sauce? New York City? New York City? Get a rope. Yeah. Anyway. To... Yeah, go ahead. I mean, there's more people. Obviously, there's going to be better spots just, just for sheer numbers, but I don't know. Well, so... you wonder, I mean, you talk about real estate, and like we talked about a couple of times ago, um, what's going to happen to real estate after COVID as far as commercial? Well, you, even, resi- even residential in the bigger cities like New York City and Los Angeles, you know, where they've shut down and people have lost their jobs and they haven't paid their rent. And, you know, there's been a moratorium on evictions. What's going to happen when this moratorium goes away? I mean, it's it's the apocalypse in those cities. Like, everybody's going to be out of an apartment and there's going to be a million, you know, it's going to be, the vacancy rate's going to be like 50%. Can anyone explain to me why, why, Big city government wants people in rentals. I don't. New York's a New York's a different animal. Nobody buys there because it's so expensive. Yeah, but not just New York, but like Minneapolis is just praising how how like sixty percent of their sixty um, percent of their uh, population is now non homeowning and. Uh, they were touting that as, as a great success that they have so many renters. Yeah. I don't maybe, maybe it's because, you know, high density buildings and stuff like that, you can fit more people in because like, you know, it's harder to, you can only fit, let's say you got a city block. You can only fit like eight houses on the city block, but you can fit, you know, if you have a high rise building, you can fit a million different, you know, you can fit a hundred or 200 or 300 units in there. So it's probably more along those lines. They want a higher density just so that there's less traffic. You know, you'll, you'll live right next to your job. So you don't have a car. Yeah. And then another thing in New York city, nobody owns a car. Yeah. Imagine not owning a car. Uh, Nobody knows how to drive. Yeah. Yeah. That's what some people want, I guess. Yeah. You can see the best broad you got the they got the best Broadway shows or they got the best shows right down the street from you. If you can just get in there because you haven't been able to see them for a year, but uh they get the best ones. They get the best restaurants too, even though they don't you can't go into them. I hear I hear their schools suck, which makes sense. But did you ever see the um New Yorkers geography? No. So they had a group of students uh, draw, and I think they were like in eighth grade, draw like how big New York City was compared to like the rest of the country or draw us a map of the rest of the country and what New York looked like. And New York was like half the country. Like, because that is their mentality is, is that New York is the country new york is america you know um and and that uh you know their perspective was you know it it was like a big big circle for new york and then they kind of made the out the 
the shape of Florida and Texas and they pretty much got California right and the top top of the country, but they couldn't they couldn't tell how big in relation New York was to the rest of the country. It's a fucking dot on the map. You know? Mm-hmm. It's you know, but that's that's the way that they think about it. And and that's the problem when you get a group like that moving all together and you get that mob mentality. That's that's what I think that you see happen. And is you know they just start to think that well New York is the best place to live. Well, it might not be, you know, depending on what you want for life. If you want a cafe society where you know you can walk to any place you want to go and and you know you live in a smaller uh, community inside of a big a big big city. Uh, where you can be a faceless faceless number to to everybody else, then yeah, New York is probably the place you want to go. If you want a, a a real sense of community and have a sense of that you know, not everybody in your community, but you but you know wherever you go, you're you're gonna probably see somebody that you know or somebody that yeah that you've known for a long time. Then maybe living in a small community for for you would would be better, but. Uh, there is no best place to live. It's what your personality is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what's funny is I went to a um, when I was in tech school. There was a kid from Minneapolis, downtown Minneapolis, and he was in school in Camby. And he didn't he he didn't even realize that cows were there were brown cows. He, he thought that every cow was black or white with black spots on it like what he had seen oh. in a book you know and he didn't know what a what a combine is which you know if you didn't live in minnesota what that is but i mean he lived in minnesota and didn't know what a combine was he and we had to explain or people explained to him you know it it harvests the corn and oh so it's like a big lawnmower well yeah it's like a big lawnmower but it just blew my mind that this kid grew up you know not 30 minutes from a cornfield and didn't know what a, what combine, a combine was. And he yeah. thought all cows were just white with black spots. <laughs> you know? And, the, and that, oh, yeah, you must have brown cows because that's where you get chocolate milk. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he <laughs> actually, what, what the story is, is that, so they took him out and they're driving down the road. And here's a couple brown cows by the, you know, close to the road whatever and he legitimately asked him did they breed a cow with a horse because he thought that's how they got the brown cow <laughs> they had a, a brown horse and a black cow have sex and they got a and he actually asked that and, and he was serious so, oh my god you know it, it's just their own little world up there yeah well, it's just rocks and cows out here you know so yeah, rocks and cows Brown cows, you know, half, yeah, half yeah. cow, half half horse. Diversity. Yeah. <laughs> your cows. I yeah it. It's all about where you grow up, you know. That that is the biggest myth that I think that I've I've found in my life. You know, as time has went on, you know, you keep hearing well. They're from a rural community. They didn't get the education we did. Okay. Some of the dumbest people went to like Minneapolis high schools or, or, uh, 
bigger towns, you know, where they, where they thought that they were, they were getting such a great education. I remember growing up, uh, uh, I knew, I knew a person who lived in, um, uh, uh, lived in a bigger city. They went to a private school, thought that they were, you know, just so much smarter than me. I remember they were, they were talking about how, um, when you live out in rural community, you're like a year or two years behind everybody else, uh, in, in like things of fashion or, or trends, because it just takes so much longer to get out to the rural communities. And I was like, um, I fucking watch TV. I mean, that like, it, it, it happens at the same time, you know, like, uh, but then they got into a fight with me that England wasn't even a country. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? Well, there is no country of England. Yeah. Yeah, there is, <laughs> you know, like they're part of the British union, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, at the time, you know, uh, but, but, uh, but yeah, there's a, there's a country of England. Um, you know, no, no, no. No, you're you're all wrong. I go to a private school, and then and then uh, their dad comes down, and they're like, "See, he doesn't even know that there. He thinks that there's a country of England." And he was like, "Yeah, there there is," <laughs> you know. But that that's what I've I've learned is your education is what you get out of it. Um, and and there's a lot of people who are maybe book smart on certain things, but then have no common sense to them. Um, or, or any type of drive to continue learning. And so then they just fall off as, you know, uh, and, and they look down at everybody else and it's almost like pride that they, that they put their nose so high up in the air. And it's like, if you just come from a humble place and say, you know, I don't know this, so I'm not afraid to ask and I'm not afraid to continue Then all of a sudden you start to realize one day you walk it, you, you start to realize I walk into every, any room and I'm probably smarter than eight out of 10 of these people, but I'm not going to assume that I'm just going to, I'm just going to listen and I'm going to let it all play out. And, and before I, before I make any judgments, you know? Yeah. And, and I think, think, you know, I don't think the schools in Minneapolis are better than the schools around here. No, for damn sure. Well, it's class size too. I mean, they, yeah, you know, in Chicago they're really bad because of class size. You got fifty percent of their teachers not showing up. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem for another day. All right, guys, I think we're I think we're done for the day. Yep, well, sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. Hey. Until next time. Yeah.